the world's public expert on minute hesitates. This is Mom Jisoo from Joyful Shares, and I'm back at it with another episode. So today's episode will be more of um, uh, a featuring kind of episode where I'll be featuring some a minister of God named Michael, and I will be extracting this audio from one of the archives from a fellowship that I partake in that is known as Power of Ministry, a ministry that uh, works hand in hand with the church community I affiliate with and as new generation. So Michael has uh, a segment of an audio that we were having and there was a discussion where uh, we were discussing and unpacking uh, uh, a question a life question that people have struggled with and i know some of you may have related with some of you may be relating to this and some of you just want some cal- clarification of some sort towards uh, this question that will be shared so tune in grab your headsets grab your friend grab your coffee anything that makes you comfortable during these sessions and uh let's get into it so um they find it difficult to accept what the Bible says. Remember, you were born with the nature of sin, even though you, you yourself ne- was never in the Garden of Eden to sin together with Adam. When Adam sinned, or when man fell, Adam disobeyed a direct commandment. Thou shalt not eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of evil and good. But he, he, he disobeyed that and he fell in sin. But the Bible says that when that happened, all sinned. All of us, all humanity sinned. Just because Adam fell. You read Romans 5, Romans 5 verse 12 to 14. So it says that all, all of us sin when Adam sinned, even though we were not in the Garden of Eden, literally speaking. Now, as you read downwards, that same Romans 5, you find that similarly, when Christ obeyed God, by one act of obedience, many are made alive. By one act of disobedience, many were made sinners, or many died, all died. The same way, by one act of righteousness, or one act of obedience, those who are in Christ are made righteous. It is a gift. Righteousness is a gift by faith. It is not a reward for your moral perfection, or for your moral performance, or for your good behavior. No, righteousness is a gift. It is imputed, meaning it is credited to your account. Just like Abraham believed God and it was counted to him. It was credited to his account for righteousness. So, that is what it means. That is what it means. It is a gift of God received by faith. That when you place your faith in Christ Jesus, what he did, his righteousness flows to you, is imputed to you, credited to your account. 
it is not based on your moral performance or your good works. No, it is not a reward for good works. Salvation is a gift of God. Ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9 is very clear. Now, when you know you've been graciously made righteous, graciously made holy, graciously redeemed, graciously sanctified, that should empower you to walk in victory. As you walk in the Spirit, the Spirit helps you. The Spirit guides you. The Spirit teaches you. That is why it's called our advocate, our helper. He guides us into all truth. So that is what it means. That is what it means. So once we begin to understand it from that perspective, we will not be trying to please God or trying to earn salvation or trying to earn righteousness by our works, by our moral perfections, by our good behaviors. When we walk in the Spirit, the works of the Spirit or the fruit of the Spirit will be evident. It is not something you are going somewhere to look for. It's not something you are working by your own efforts to have or to cultivate. It is a, a product of who you have become. It is a product of he that lives in you. It is God who lives in us, both to will, God who works in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. According to Philippians 2.13. So we need to understand that. When we understand that, salvation will be something we enjoy, we walk in victory. It will not be a burden as, as it is in vain religion. Because in vain religion, everyone is really struggling hard to please God, really struggling hard to live holy. If you never made yourself holy, how can you maintain holiness by yourself? Or through your own efforts. It can't work like that. Allow the Holy Spirit to do his work in you. Yours is to obey. Yours is to submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit. God did not save you. Then left you to struggle and find your way. Find out how you live holy now. That God said I I've now saved you, but now the rest, how you are going to maintain. I hear people talk about maintaining salvation. How you are going to survive in this salvation is your, your hard work. No, it does not work like that. Salvation is the work of God from the start to the finish. The Bible says that he who has begun a good work in you shall finish it, shall accomplish it until the day of the Lord. Yeah, so brothers and sisters, um, I'm so grateful for the ongoing, going, ongoing discussion. And thank you, sister uh, Daisy, for bringing that question. You see, these are things that not many people are comfortable discussing or, or even 
wanting to attempt to explain because uh, the there is that fear and uh, uncertainty about how to go about these issues because these are delicate and sensitive issues yet they are the things that uh, we grapple with people grapple with them uh, from time to time in their work of salvation one thing we need to understand is that um, we are a spirit being with a soul living in a body we need to understand that we are born again we have been created anew that is for those who believe in jesus christ they have been born of the spirit of god and created anew that means their spirit in their spirit they are regenerated created anew brand new not an improvement of their former self but a new creation the bible says that if anyone be in christ he is a new creation the old is gone and the new has come old what the old nature of sin the old adamic nature is gone their spirit is regenerated recreated and the bible says in first corinthians 6:17 that anyone who is joined to christ is one spirit with him one spirit with him that just like um when 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 a man is joined to his wife the two become one flesh now when the believer is joined to christ he becomes one spirit with him that which is born of flesh is flesh that which is born of spirit is spirit so when god looks at you in christ he sees a new creation he sees a brand new creation now this your regenerated spirit still has a soul that lives in a body this body we live in is corruptible it is still susceptible to corruption and influence from sin that is a reality just like our new creation is also a reality in Christ so there is this time that this body must see corruption this mortality must wear immortality and this corruption must wear in corruption that death will be swallowed in victory so we need to understand ourselves from that perspective because there are people right now if you ask them are you saved they will tell you they are saved but if you ask them are you righteous or are you holy they will hesitate because they don't know what exactly to tell you they don't want to say they are unrighteous because that, then that again will bring the question so are you just like the rest are you are you just a sinner like the rest so what is the difference if also they say they are righteous they think that they will be going overboard 
they think that that is too much going going overboard because of wrong teachings they have been told that they have been taught or they understand righteousness to mean that it is sinlessness that you can never sin you can never fall into sin you can never stumble so for you to be called righteous it means that you cannot sin you cannot have any shortfalls you cannot have any weaknesses that until such a time that now you cannot sin you cannot have any, even sinful thoughts you cannot even sin in your mind in your uh, conscience things like that then now you can confidently say you are righteous or holy that is not true what makes us holy and righteous is what jesus christ has done that is what makes us sanctified we are sanctified by the sacrifice of the body of jesus christ by one offering he has perfected forever those who are sanctified when paul greets the saints at corinth he refers to them as those who have been sanctified in christ jesus that is your spiritual state and that is a reality regardless of what you think about yourself or what people think about you on the outside so i have to stop it at this point because um i do not have all autonomy on the full audio of this thing and i believe that you know the church community we are here to edify one another there's no one single church community that is the body or another being uh that takes like all credits but we are here to build one another you see so um with this just that has been shared yeah i know his accent was amazing wasn't it um i believe it has given you perspective and grounding as to what our faith is about yeah what is the anchor of our faith what is the author and, and finish of our faith what is our faith lying on like what what is the foundation and i believe michael has given you a good starting ground to start with your mind renewal and you getting to find out what is uh the finished work of christ that uh, that anchors the whole of our belief so if you'd like to join us uh power work ministries a new generation uh church have uh whatsapp online engagement that happens uh on whatsapp you can email me at uh, mamjisu03 at gmail to get more information or dm me on my um from my whatsapp not whatsapp my instagram account known as joyful shares so that you can get access to this if you'd really want to be um edified we, we welcome our doors are opened and we'll be very very uh on, on point i want to say very very ready but that's not english still but we are ready to assist you in whatever way we can in with the grace of god that is upon our lives and the grace of god that is also upon your life so we're not putting levels here but we're here to assist you even according to the grace that is sufficient for all of us to get to know who god is and as he, the knowledge of god increases we know that grace and peace is multiplied because with the knowledge of god do we receive peace 
we will receive joy not only to receive we walk in it yeah so uh this is where i want to stop this audio and say goodbye and uh we uh, be until keep tabs for any audios that will be coming in soon so goodbye